May the Lord continue to increase all that you have and all that you are. May you continue to have revelation, knowledge, and understanding of the mysteries of the kingdom of God. Amen. The uh, scripture reading tonight will come from second, first of all, I'm sorry, uh, Luke 13, chapter 13. Luke chapter 13, verse 6 through 9. And then we're going to back up to the first Psalm, Psalm 1, verse 1, 2, and 3 in the New International Version of the Bible. Luke 13, praise God, Luke 13, and then we're going to Psalm 1. Luke 13, uh, beginning at verse 6 through 9 in the New King James Version is our beginning reading. Praise God. Tonight we're going to deal with this subject, amen, uh, the expectation to bear fruit. I think that's the best I could come up with, amen. There's an expectation. That's the key word that you want to home in on tonight, amen, to bear fruit, the level of expectation within a given time. Luke chapter 13, verse 6 through 9, amen, and it says, he also spoke this parable. A certain man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard. A certain man, he had the tree. It's intentional. It's an act of grace planted in his vineyard. And he came seeking fruit on it and found none. Within the given time, within a certain time for, fig, for the fig tree to bear fruit, he came looking for it and found none. Then he said to the keeper of the vineyard, look, for three years I have come seeking fruit on this fig tree and found none. Amen. The command is cut it down. Why does it use up the ground? Cut it down. Why does it use up the ground? But he answered and said to him, Sir, let it alone this year also until I can dig around it and fertilize it. If it bears fruit, well, but if it does not, after that, you can cut it down. This is, amen, a picture of the intercession of Christ, amen, to give us another year. Praise God. The picture of his mercy, a picture of his intercession. Psalms 1, Psalm I'm sorry, Psalm, the first Psalm, uh, uh, verse 1 through 1, 2, and 3 in the New International Version. And he says, blessed is the one who does not walk in the steps with the wicked. Blessed is the one who does not walk, amen, or in the counsel of the wicked. Or stand in the way, amen, that sinners take. Or sit in the company of mockers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. Amen. Who meditates on his law day and night. Verse three is my point. That person is like a tree planted by the streams of waters. Amen. Which yields fruit in its season, which leaves does not wither and whatever they do prosper. That person is like a tree. Amen. Planted. It's an intentional act in an intentional place for maximum production. That person is like a tree planted by the streams of water, which yields its fruit in, amen, season. That's the point that we're starting out, amen. It yields fruit in uh, its season. Both, both places we read, amen, deals with the time frame of expectation. Praise God, deals with the time frame. Glory to God, yields fruit in its, in its season. Depending on the type of seed, amen, that, that, that depends on the condition of the ground when fruit will be barren, the conditions. Last, last night we talked about, amen, the danger of, of dealing with some instabilities in our life, amen. Instability won't, uh, is, will not promote proper fruit growth, growing, amen. We talked about being rooted and grounded, 
built up in Christ, being rooted and built up and established in Christ out of Colossians, the second chapter. Praise God. Tonight we're dealing with, amen, more of an expectation. Praise God. More on the, ex more on the lines of expectation. Amen. Uh, within a certain given, amen, God-given, amen, that's the first thing, the God-given amount of time, amen, he expects the fruit of righteousness to be produced, glory to God, by those who have been filled with his spirit, glory to God, those that have been filled with the spirit. So fruit is an evidence of life. Fruit is evidence that life, amen, is existing within us. Glory to God. It's an evidence. It's a spiritual law. It's the law of life. Amen. That if it grows, there's a seed and it's growing, eventually it'll produce fruit, seed, fruit after its own kind. Eventually, amen, because of the law of life, if it keeps growing, amen, the mature process is producing fruit. Glory to God. So there's an expectation. There's a requirement. And to whom much has been given, much is required. Amen. Fruit bearing is, amen, evidence of our continual growing relationship with Christ, amen, through submission and connection. Say it again, bogus. Fruit bearing is evidence of a continual growing relationship in Jesus Christ through submission, amen, and connection, through submission and connection. In the Gospel of John chapter 15, it says, and in verse 5, I think that's a good place to start. John 15 and 5 says, I am the vine. This is what we read on last night. Amen. You are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him, amen, bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. Amen. There's that connection. There's that submission and reliance upon Christ. If anyone does not abide in him, Amen. He is cast out as a branch and is withered, and, and they, they gather them and throw them into the fire, and they are burned. If you abide in me, that's amen. That, that means he's not going against our volition. He's not going against our will. Praise God. We have to submit to this process of abiding. We have to make a conscious effort. Praise God. Through prayer, through submission, through studying the word, through fellowship in the spirit, praise God, uh, to abide in him. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, amen, you can ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. By this, my father is glorified that you bear much fruit so you will be my disciples. Praise God. God is glorified in fruit bearing. And as simultaneously is a, it's evidence of this of Christian of Christ-like discipleship that we're followers of Christ. Amen. God is glorified through fruit, fruit bearing and is evident of discipleship. Praise God. It is evidence of discipleship. Every scripture that we dealt with, amen, uh speaks of a sufficient amount of time to produce what's amen, what's expected. Every scripture that we dealt with in Luke 13 and Psalm 1. Amen. There's a, there's a season, there's a set time to produce. Glory to God. There's a set time frame to produce. Uh, one of the purposes of the 40-day period of fasting and prayer is to aid in, amen, uh, causing a discipline of prayer until it becomes a delight. 
one of the one of the main purposes of this time of 40 day of fasting and prayer is to aid in causing a discipline for prayer until it becomes a delight. Amen. So that when we uh, are helped outside of our normal pattern of prayer, when we're helped outside of our normal pattern and the expectation upon you to, is to pray every day, spend time within 30 minutes, hour every day in prayer in the word of God. It pushes us outside of our normal pattern. And there we discover a greater peace. We discover a greater level of revelation. We discover a greater level of strength. Praise God. And in, amen. And in that, we uh, should, should hold to that even after the 40 days. So this should not be a period of time where it's just a religious observation. And then we go back to that old lifestyle. But it is to help aid in, the, in our accountability. Amen. That's it. Amen. To get, you, get us outside of our normal pattern of prayer so that we discover we discover if we keep pushing like this and we keep hanging on like this, amen, we, we, we experience a greater sense of growth and development in the Lord, amen. We, we, we experience a greater sense of growth and development in the Lord. A prayerless life, a prayerless life or slow praying life, amen, will always yield an unproductive life, amen, a stagnant even. Glory to God, a life that is not consistent in prayer, amen, will always yield a stagnant life. And people and the believer that is stagnant and is that not connected tend to be very easily irritated, tend to be very irri easily irritated because uh, we, we recognize we can do better, number one, amen. And then number two, we're not rooted and grounded our our soul is not anchored in the Lord. And since he's immutable and we're connected to him, we're not easily changed as well. The word immutable, amen, means no variation, no changing in him. And since we're connected in him, we're not easily swayed. Glory to God. We're built up and established in Christ. We're built up and established in Christ. It, this cannot happen with a prayerless life. This cannot happen with a slow praying life. This cannot happen with it, amen, an erratic praying life. Praise God, amen. So in order for us to develop that level of stability, a level of stability where we'll deliver from being, amen, unpredictable, erratic, amen, don't know what we're going to say or do next, praise God, prayer is the key. Fasting is uh, the means of afflicting the soul, of humbling ourselves before the Lord, because of the effects of sin, amen, because of the effects of sin, amen. So the main purpose uh, is to develop a spiritual awareness of the, amen, of the operation of the Holy Spirit within the believer, amen. The main purpose of this whole 40 days is to develop a spiritual awareness of the operation of the Holy Spirit from, with, from mainly within, the last week, again, we'll deal with gifts of the Spirit. But the main thrust is, amen, the Spirit working in us. The Spirit working in us. Amen. And this is important because it delivers us from uh, being a hypocrite. It delivers us from being a hypocrite when we learn to be conscious of the Spirit 
amen, in our daily life. And we learn through prayer, through fasting, through submitting, through studying the word. It delivers us from being a hypocrite. The definition of the hypocrite in one word, amen, it means to be a pretender. In one word, it means to be pretender, amen. The longer definition, it means showy. It means acting as though one has some spiritual or moral character that one does not possess. Glory to God. That's what it means. It means showing, putting on, amen, acting as though one has some spiritual or moral, moral character that one does not possess, amen. And this is a, 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 a foe of all believers, not just of preachers, not just of, amen, senior leaders, but of all believers, this is, amen, a constant thing we have to pray against. And in, in, in that, amen, is pride and arrogance, self-sufficiency. For hypocrites love to pray, according to uh, Matthew 6, they love to pray standing in the street corners in the synagogue to be seen by men, amen. This type of exercise takes us out of the streets it takes us out of the synagogue or the church to be praying. Amen. Takes us to home and places us smack in the middle of our secret closet. Amen. Takes us to our secret place where we shut the door and it's just you and God. Pray God. Praise the name of the Lord. And this is, amen, this is personal. Amen. This is personal. Glory to God. There's an expectation and there's no excuse for us not to move as God required of us. Second Peter in chapter one, uh, in verse one, it says, Simon Peter, a servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ, to those through the righteousness of our God and our Savior, Jesus Christ, have received a faith as precious as ours. I'm reading in the New International Version. He says in this salutation, grace and peace to be yours in abundance through the knowledge of God and of our Lord Jesus Christ. Verse three is my point. Amen. It says his divine power has given us everything we need. Amen. For a godly life through our knowledge of him who has called us by his own glory and goodness. His divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life. Amen. Through our knowledge of him who has called us by his own glory and goodness. Everything we everything we need. Amen. Last night we read in Colossians in the, amen, the end, this, the, uh, the second chapter says, amen, if just as you have received Christ, walk in him. Praise God. Everything we need, amen, he's given to us. Amen. Through these, through these, he has given us a very great and precious promises so that through him you may participate in the divine nature, having escaped the corruption in the world caused by evil desires, praise God, caused by evil desires. Verse 5 says, for this very reason, reason, make every effort, make every effort to add to your faith goodness, and to goodness knowledge, and to knowledge self-control, and to self-control perseverance, and to per perseverance godliness, and to godliness mutual affection, and to mutual affection love. For if you possess these qualities, and increasing measures, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. But whoever does not have these things 
is nearsighted, blind, forgetting, glory to God, that he has been cleansed from their past sins. Verse 10, therefore, brothers and sisters, brethren, make every effort to confirm your calling and election. Make your calling and election sure. For if you do these things, you will never stumble. Amen. And you will receive a rich welcome into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Glory to God. Make effort. Make every effort. Amen. So we have to bring, amen, some sweat to the table. We have to bring some sweat to the table to, amen, submit and conform to what the Spirit is doing within us. God is not going to do anything for us that we can do for ourselves. We have to bring some sweat to it. Last night, we talked about, amen, in Luke 7, amen, Jesus says, why you call me Lord, Lord, and don't do what I say? He said, I'll show you the man that does what I say and the man that does not do. The man that does what I say is he's like a man who dug deep. He found it, amen, until he found the rock, and there his house was built. The one who does not do is the man who built his house on the sand. Both have a house, both looking good. One took a little longer than the other one because he was digging. Amen. Now, it looks like both have the same thing until it's checked and challenged. We said before that my, amen, past obedience gives me strength for my, amen, future storm, my, for my present storm. My past obedience, what I've done in the days before is what gives me strength right now for the storm that's in my life. Amen. If you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. Glory to God. And so I'm established in Christ. This is where we're trying to take you, beloved. This is our ultimate purpose until Jesus comes, that you be established in Christ. Your foundation is sure. You're rooted and grounded. That's where your substance comes from. Amen. All things Jesus Christ. This will be thumping that drum until Jesus comes. Why? Because it brings us to maturity, and we're constantly adding to the church. Praise God. So there's an expectation uh, for us to bear fruit. This is not something that you can do when you get to it. Praise God. This is not something, amen, we can meander around and just kind of wander along and, amen, next year I'll start, i get serious about the Lord. No, 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 because there's an expectation within a certain time, amen, that the process started, if it's healthy, It'll bear fruit in a certain time. Amen. I'm from the country. Amen. And we planted tomatoes. We, amen, we knew that at a certain time, it should be doing this. And at a certain time, it should be doing that. At the same time, same thing about, amen, our human pregnancy. Praise God. At a certain time, you ought to be doing this. And at a certain time, it ought to be doing that. Amen. If it's healthy, it'll be within a certain boundary. Praise God. Because it's growing. That's the key. Because it's, it, amen. It's growing. And uh, the gospel according to, to Matthew and chapter 16, amen, we see, we see Jesus' expectation of the disciples to have greater knowledge than what they have, given the time that he's been with them. He says, amen, and uh, Jesus said, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and the, the Sadducees and the Pharisees. And then they reason among themselves, is it, is it because we have not taken no, we have taken no bread? But Jesus, being aware of it, said to them, O ye of little faith, why do you reason among yourselves because you have no bread? Amen. Do you yet, 
Do you not yet understand? Listen to the language. Do you not yet understand? Do you, you still don't understand? Or remember, <laughs> amen, the five loaves of the, and the, of the 5,000 and how many baskets you took up? Amen. Don't you call? Can you just call to mind? What's the problem here? Amen. In verse 10, nor of the seven loaves, amen, of the 4,000 and how many baskets did you take up? How is it you don't understand that I did not speak to you concerning bread, but beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and the Sadducees? Then they understood <laughs> that he did not tell them to beware of the leaven of bread, but of the doctrine of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Amen. His frustration was because within the time I've been with you, you ought to understand me better. Amen. So there's an expectation there. Hey, praise God. There's a, and equally in our other part that I think this will drive home the point even further is out of the Gospel of John, chapter 14 through 7, chapter 14, verse 7 through 14 in the New King James Version. Amen. And uh, Jesus is comforting the, the disciples. This is one of the favorite verses we go through, in, amen, with the funerals. Said, Let not your heart be troubled. Praise God. And he says, if you had known me, you would have known my father also. For from now on, you know him and have seen him. Now, Philip said to him, Lord, show us the father if it suffices us. Amen. Show us the father if it suffices for us. It's if, if it's sufficient for us. And Jesus said to him, how have I been with He says, have I been with you so long and you yet have not known me, Philip. Amen. How, how have I been with you so long, and yet you have not known me, Philip? Amen. Uh, he who has sent me has seen the Father. Amen. So how can you say, show us the Father? Amen. Who, he who has seen me has seen the Father. So how can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father and my Father in me? Glory to God. They say, man, look, we I've been with you, man. It's been over three years, and you still don't know, amen, what I've said, and you're not sure about who I am. Amen. So there's a level of expectation after so long to be more developed than you are right now. There's a level of expectation, praise God, uh, that is required. You should be better, you should be further along than you are right now. And that's the thing that we have to walk in the spirit and walk out. I believe in Hebrews, the fifth chapter, praise God, amen, it says that you ought to be teachers by now. Amen. Again, another level of expectation. You ought to be teachers by now, but you need somebody else to teach you, amen, the elementary principles. Glory to God. Amen. Uh, and, but you ought to be teachers. You ought to be further along than you are right now. Hebrews 5, and I'm paraphrasing, amen, verse 8 through 14 if you're taking notes. Hebrews 5, verse 8 through 14 if you're taking notes. Amen. That was, there is an expectation to, amen, for the students to become teachers. But he says, but you still need someone to teach you, amen, because you have become dull of hearing. You become dull of hearing. Amen. So this is the word that we have on for you on tonight, beloved. Amen. Fruit bearing is part of God's expectation for us 
amen, it is not something we can just get to when we get to it. Praise God. It's not something that we can just get to when we get to it. Amen. In the natural, and then I'm almost done, in the natural, praise God, my, my grandson, for example, amen, as we were watching him grow, we, amen, he's a little over a year now, we're saying, amen, before he started walking, he ought to be doing this by now. He ought to be doing this by now. Amen. They ought to be doing, amen, talking by now. And then, so the, all of these things are realistic expectation given his growth. Glory to God. We don't expect him to be making conversation, writing down sentences because he's not that far progressed yet. Amen. But we do expect him to start some words and start to understand and start to do more. Praise God. If not, if not, we have to conclude that something is wrong with the growth. If not, we have to conclude that something is going on. There's some, amen, something happening here that needs further evaluation. And that's the same thing the Father says concerning us. Praise God. Wait a minute. Pray, wait a minute. We're a little slow right here because at this point, we ought to be doing more. At this point, at the time that we've been saved, we've been filled with the Holy Spirit, the expectation is for us to, amen, to have fruit that it remains that us for to be built up, to be, amen, rooted and grounded, to be founded on the rock, glory to God, to be more productive than we are right now. Glory to God, amen. And this is a God-set time. This is not something that we can say because we're frustrated with each other. It's not something we can make up, amen. But given the time that we're in the kingdom, praise God, this, there are requirements to whom much has been given, much is required. You can, we cannot just meander along, slow boat along, slew foot along, amen, in the Lord and say, you know what, next year I'll, I'll get serious and I'll produce fruit. Praise God. Uh, no, because he says, if you don't produce fruit, amen, it's cut off, it's withered, and men gather them. Glory to God. So within a set time frame, God expects us to be, amen, be moving right along in the process of growth and development. This time of fasting and prayer is designed to help us meet that level of expectation. Amen. This time of fasting and prayer is designed to, for us to meet that fruit-bearing expectation. And this fruit-bearing, according to John 15, is evidence of discipleship, and it is the means by which the Father is glorified. Amen. Men, see your good works, and then glorify the Father. Amen. Uh, the, by this, the Father is glorified that you bear much fruit, so you will be my disciples. Evidence, according to John 13 and 33, says, praise God, by love, by, amen, a new commandment that I give you, that you love one another. Amen. By this, men will know that you are my disciples. You're following me, that you're mimicking me, that you are following in my footsteps. That's it. Praise God, you're following in my footsteps. is because you act like me. You're, you're taking up on, amen, uh, a Christ-like character. Amen. So I'll say this, and, and I'm, amen, as I conclude, amen, amen. When we live by the Spirit and surrendered our life to Jesus, amen, and follow the leading of the Holy Spirit, we will produce fruit that looks like the character of Jesus Christ. Amen. When we live by the Spirit, and we're surrendered our lives to Christ as, amen, as Lord, amen, as Lord, and following the leading of the Holy Spirit, we will produce fruit that looks like the 
character, amen, of Jesus Christ. Amen. We, we, we're excited when we talk, talking to, start talking about the power of the Lord, rebuking the devil, amen, deliverance, prophesying, and all of that type of, that comes along with the gift in the kingdom, amen. But we got to be equally excited about the character, equally excited about the fruit of the Spirit, equally, if not more excited, because a surrendered life, amen, a submitted life will automatically yield fire. Amen. A surrendered life, a submitted life, will automatically yield fire, will yield power. You see someone operating in great power, best believe, glory to God, they are surrendered and submitted to the Lord. Amen. Amen. And, uh, the Lord Jesus Christ is surrendered to his lordship. Praise God. They're surrendered to his lordship. Amen. So this is important, beloved, and this is what we want you to grasp throughout the entirety of the time is the ministry of the Holy Spirit within working within us. Amen. If you like understanding, ask. If you're, if you're devoid of understanding, ask. Ask the Lord to work in you. Ask the Lord to show you, to teach you his ways, to teach you his precepts and commands. Ask the Lord to show you how to be, how to walk in the Spirit. Amen. Ask the Lord to show you how to pray, how to submit. Glory to God. Amen. Your deliverance, your elevation, your fruit bearing is as near as the asking. Amen. It's as near as the asking. Amen. By faith and surrendering to him, it is as near as your asking. Praise God. So this, this time of fasting and prayer is designed, amen, that we have a more conscious effort of the work in working of the Holy Spirit within us and that is leading and guiding us to, into all truth. Praise God leading and guiding us to all truth, amen, that the church ultimately will function as it is God-ordained in the earth realm. The church will function as it is God-ordained in the spirit realm. Praise God, amen, in the, in the earth realm. The church has to function as God has ordained, and it can't do that with, with prayerless lives, unsubmitted lives. Glory to God in the highest. Father, I thank you, and I give you praise. You alone are worthy Father God, to receive glory and honor and power and might. In the name of Jesus, we give you praise and thank. Teach us to walk circumspectly. Teach us to walk according to your will. Teach us to walk, Father God, so as to please you and walk in the Spirit and bear fruit. Amen. That is worthy to be called disciples. That your name may be glorified. And we thank you, we praise you in Jesus' name.